Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for April 18th, 2023. I'm teaching a series on the miracles of God, the miracles of Jesus. Not the miracles of God, because there's miracles in the Old Testament that I'm not covering, but the miracles of Jesus, the miracles that Jesus performed. And we've been walking through this since the beginning of the year. This is part 63 of the overall series, part five of Lazarus. So I just introduced you to Lazarus about a week ago. And as we're going through this miracle of Lazarus, we're going to take our time. This is the last miracle that we're covering. This is the last miracle before Jesus goes to the cross. And so with that said, there's a lot in this miracle. I call it the mother of all miracles. Today, as we're looking at this miracle, the title of today's message is Elevate your faith. Put in the chat or say it out loud. I am elevating my faith. My faith is growing. There are levels to believing God. There are levels. In the world, they say that there are levels to this, right? So there are levels to this thing. There are levels to believing God. And guess what's going to happen today? Our faith is going to go to another level. Get ready to receive the word. All right, so there are levels to this. I know that you think you believe God. I know that you already said, well, Rick, I I, I believe God. I, I go to church every Sunday. I go to Bible study every Wednesday night or Tuesday night. I, I watch you every morning. And so, yeah, I, I believe God. I got it. I got it. We all have a certain level of believing God. But I want to, I'm going to teach you today that your believing God can go to another level, that there are levels to this. Say there are levels to this. There are levels to believing God. Before we get into the miracle, Psalms 126 and verse 4 says, now, Lord... Do it again. Say, Lord, do it again. Lord, do it again. Restore us to the former glory. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until dry hearts are drenched again. Every dry area, put in the chat, no dry areas for me. Every dry area in your life, I believe that in this season, God is going to refresh you, drench you again. Fresh wind, fresh anointing, fresh fire. Say amen to that. All right, so let's go back to the miracle. This is John chapter 11. We're taking our time going through this miracle. We've been studying it for about a week, and I trust that you've been enjoying it so far. So yesterday, we saw how Jesus plainly said to his disciples, Lazarus is dead, right? And so the first statement he said about this whole situation was, this sickness shall not end in death. It is for the glory of God that the Son of God may be glorified thereby. The second statement that he said was, Lazarus is sleeping, but I'm going to go wake him up. The third statement he said was, Lazarus is dead. That's it. And then after he said, Lazarus is dead, he said, well, and for your sakes, I'm glad. I'm glad. He said, for your sake, I'm glad that I was not there so that you may believe. He said, for your sake, I'm glad that I was not there. Why? So that you may believe. Now, I'm sure that these guys were like, hold on, Jesus, we believe God. What are you talking about? He said, no, Jesus was alluding to the fact that while this was his personal staff, come on now, Jesus was alluding to the fact that while these were his direct reports, this was his personal team. Jesus was alluding to the fact that while they had seen a lot, there was another level to their believing. And I'm talking to you. You've been walking with God for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. And you're saying, Rick, I believe God, but I'm telling you that there's another level. There are levels to this thing. And so God wants you to grow your faith to another level. This miracle came at the end of Jesus's ministry. This is not early in the ministry. This came at the end of Jesus's ministry. This came after 
three and a half years of changing lives. This, this came after these 12 men had been with Jesus every day for over three years. They were there. They saw him perform miracle after miracle after miracle. They saw him do all the things that are documented in the Bible and even all the things that are not documented in the Bible. John said all of the things that Jesus did are not documented in the Bible because if they were, there were not. there's not enough books to contain what Jesus did. So they were there to, to see what's documented in the book and also the stuff that's not documented in the book. They were there. They experienced it at all. So I want you to think about that for a minute. Jesus is not talking to unbelievers. Jesus is not talking to people who were fighting against him. Jesus was talking to his personal staff. So when we read about this, he's telling his team, I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there because now you're going to believe on another level. These were people that saw the disabled walk. People came disabled and they left walking. People came blind and they left seeing. They saw it. People came deaf and they left hearing. They saw it. Matter of fact, they participated in the fish and loaves. They were there like the fish and the loaves were multiplying in their own hands. They experienced it all. So when Jesus said, I'm glad that I was not there. Why? So that you can believe. I'm sure they're like, what do you mean? I, we believe already. No, no, no. You don't believe on this kind of level, right? This is the mother of all miracles. I want you to think about this for a minute. There's a difference. There's a difference between a lady being bent over and could not in no wise lift up herself and Jesus speaking a word and boom, she straightened up her back. That's different than Jesus showing up at, at a grave site where somebody's been dead for four days and Jesus talking about, no, I'm going to do it now. Come on. That's a whole nother level. That's a whole nother level of faith. And you got to believe God on that level. Put in the chat. I believe God. Put in the chat. I'm, my faith is going to another level. He shows up after four days. He shows up after rigor mortis was setting in. He shows up after the body was thinking. He shows up and he's ready to release it now. That's a whole nother level of faith. Put in the chat, I believe God on another level. So what does this mean for you today? Now that I've set it all up, what I'm going to do today, instead of giving you like a couple of major points with sub points, I'm going to just give you 10 quick things for you this morning. Put in the chat, I believe God. My faith is growing. My faith is growing. All right. 10 quick things for you this morning. Here we go. Number one, there are no impossibilities in God. I don't know. I, I, I can tell you this. I can say it. I can say it like a gazillion different ways, but I want you to get this down in your heart. There's nothing God can do. There are literally no impossibilities with God. You limit God by your inability to believe. You are limiting God. This is why I teach all the time, expanding your capacity to believe God. You have to believe in a God of no limits so that he can be free to operate in your life in an area of no limits. Number two, you limit God's ability to operate in your life when you fail to believe him and his limitless power. So in Mark chapter nine and verse 23, the Bible says, all things are possible for him who believes. All things are possible for him who believes. Now, what that also means is that if you don't believe, there are some things that are not possible for you. There are many impossibilities for the people that look at life from a human point of view. There are many, listen, let me be clear. You can be born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, go to church every Sunday, but still look at life from a human point of view. Still look at life from a worldly perspective. Still look at life from the limits of your humanity. And, and if you do, then you're limiting God's operation in your life. 
You have to stop looking at life from your perspective and look at your life and your circumstance and your situation from God's perspective. So when Jesus showed up on the scene, oh my God, from a human perspective, come on, this guy's been dead for four days, the body's thinking. But when Jesus showed up on the scene, if you look at it from God's perspective, there's literally nothing that God can't do. And so God can still do it, but you have to believe. But this is a whole nother level of believing. Say it by faith. My faith is going to another level. Number three, reading the Bible is great. But you have to grow your faith to another level, and that's not going to happen just from reading the Bible. You have to go from, from classroom setting to lab, to hands-on labs. Like, you have to take the Bible and then put it into application. You have, to take the, you have to turn the corner from information to application. Your learning has to turn into living. You have to have experiences with God. You cannot just know God from a book. And so this was an experience that Jesus was about to have with Lazarus and Mary and Martha, but his disciples were there, and he knew that this experience was going to take their faith to another level. There's sometimes, listen, I could teach you principles and precepts, analogies, illustrations, all of that. That's great. But nothing teaches you like you experiencing it. Like you come to church Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. I could teach. I could preach. I can get you excited. You could high five your neighbor, do three backflips, and run around the church. Right? All of that is great. But nothing is going to impact you like real life experiences. Once you go through something, once you have a real life, have you ever been through anything? Like put in the chat, I have experiences. Once you have real life experiences with God, then it doesn't matter. Like, like when the devil comes and says, oh, you know, uh, this is not going to happen. Oh, there is no God. Oh, uh, God can't do this. Oh, like you, after you have real life experiences, you're like, look, Satan, get out my face. I've been through too much. I've experienced, come on, I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. Like, you've been through too much. You've seen too much. Like, you've experienced too much. Like, you saw, like, you can go back and be like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh hold on for a minute, hold on, hold on. Let me think about it. Oh, glory to God. Let me think about it. I know, remember, God did this for my son. God did this for my daughter. God did this for my marriage. God did this for our finances. God, come on, I've been through too much. Like, I've experienced too much. I, it is through your experiences, number four. Your experiences actually prove to you, convince to you, you get convinced, you get fully persuaded through your experiences that God is real, that there's a God in heaven and that he wants, there's a God that I cannot see and he shows up in my life in ways that I can see. And I, I didn't learn that from a book. I learned that through real life experiences. This experience raising Lazarus from the dead, was going to take their faith to another level. The problem is that for you to experience God in a supernatural way, uh-oh, here we go. It will mean that God sometimes has to allow uncomfortable and impossible situations. So for you to know God as a healer, oh, I want to know God as a healer. Be careful what you're saying because you can't know God as a healer, not in real life, if you've never been sick. Oh, I want to know God as my provider. Well, you can't know God as your provider in real life if you never have lack. Oh, I want to know God, uh, the peace of God. No, you can't know God like the peace of God in real life if you've never been shaken, if you've never been rattled, if you've never been disturbed. Like, like for you to know God on this level, you have to go through real life experiences. And so sometimes God has to allow the experience. God has to allow the situation to get worse before it gets better. God has to allow the situation to get so bad to where nobody can do it. God, if you don't show up, it ain't going to get done so that he can flex his muscles now. And so that when he does it, you give him all the glory and 
as a result, you get to know him. You get to know him on another level. Put in the chat, I want to know God. I want to experience God on another level. I want, I want my faith to grow, but it's not going to happen just from reading a book. It's going to happen tr- through real life experiences. Number five, true experiences with God introduce you to the God of no limits. True experiences with God stretch you to the point where the supernatural becomes natural to you. It is your experiences with God that help you to take your faith to another level. So if you if you want to if you really want to grow as a believer, you got to be open to real life experiences. Now what that means is that sometimes you're going to have to go through some things that are uncomfortable, that are not pleasant. Like, for example, you say, I, I want to know God. Uh, uh, this is a prayer that people don't understand when they say, oh, Lord, I want patience. Woo! Be careful about that prayer because God doesn't give out patience. For you to have patience is developed. So for you to have patience, he has to send that one person, like that one crazy cousin that gets on your last nerve. She'll keep showing up and she'll keep nagging you. Why? Because patience is developed. Patience, you have to have a circumstance or a situation that's going to develop patience. That's why James said, count it all joy when you fall into diverse. Listen, when you go through circumstances and situations, when you have temptations like this, then you can, that's an opportunity for you to grow your faith. That's an opportunity for you to get to know God on another level. Number six, when you truly believe God, and you get to the point where you take every artificial limit off of your limitless God, now you are no longer the issue. And at that point, God is free to do whatever he wants to do in in your life. Put this in the chat. Say, Lord, I am no longer the issue. Put that in the chat. Say, Lord, I am no longer the issue. I want to get to the point where I'm no longer, I'm not holding you back in any way. I'm not holding you back in any degree. Lord, you could do whatever you want to do in my life. Lord, you are free. Why? Because I believe you. I believe in a God of no limits. I take every artificial limit off of my limitless God. I am no longer the issue. You want to get to the point where you are not holding God back. You want to get to the point where you are not the issue. You want to get to the point where God is free to do whatever, however, whenever, through what, whatever means, right? That's how we want. We're going to want to get to the point where we are walking with God. God is walking with us and we're open to whatever God wants to do. And we're not hindering God. We're not slowing him down. We're not holding him back. Not to any degree. Put in the chat, say, that's me. I am no longer the issue. Number seven, Jesus was glad that Lazarus situation got that bad. Jesus, he wasn't glad that Lazarus died. He wasn't glad that Mary and Martha were crying, but he was glad that the disciples and everybody else was going to believe God on another level because right before their very eyes, they were going to see somebody that was dead for four days pop up. They were going to see somebody that was dead for four days, come back alive, uh, back to life, and he was going to pop up like a mummy. He was already wrapped up in, in dead stuff, and now he pops up like a mummy, just like that. And we're going to see, as we walk through this miracle, the power of God manifested in it, but also the power of God manifested in our lives. Jesus had already raised two people from the dead, Jairus' daughter and the widow at Nain's son. Uh, yes, that was powerful. But this was going to take it to a whole nother level. When Jesus raised this man from the dead, after he had been dead for four days, after his body was thinking, after the profession, after everybody already knew, they already had the service, it was already done, like all of that. So when Jesus raised him from the dead, it was going to cause people to believe on another level. Listen, I've been through some stuff. I, I have my own per- personal testimonies and life experiences. I've seen God manifest 
you know, things from a financial perspective, from a relationship perspective. I've seen God heal people. God has used me to heal people, right? I've seen God do things in the life of my children. I've seen God do things in our own lives. And so I've seen too much to, 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 to get to the point where I don't believe God. I believe God. But even with that, I've been walking with God for 20 year, 28 years. I preach faith, 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 our faith, grace, 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 God's grace. But even with all of that, I know that my faith is not at the highest point. I know that there are levels to this. And so as a believer, we must be committed to lifelong learning, and we must be committed to growing our faith continually. Put in the chat, my faith grows every day. I believe that my faith is growing every day. Every day I'm watching today's word. Every day I'm meditating on Jesus. Every day I'm getting into the Bible. Every day I'm listening to stuff on YouTube that's growing my faith. Every day I'm believing God on another level. Every day, incrementally, closer, every day, inch by inch, step by step, I'm going to another level. My heart is opening on another level. I'm believing on another level. I believe God to a certain extent, and I want to believe God on another level, and it's happening every day. Say that by faith. Amen. Number eight, Jesus believed in the Father without question, but he wanted his he wanted so badly for his disciples to believe. He said, man, I'm glad that I wasn't there. Why? Because now you guys are going to believe. We want to get to that point where we believe on the level that Jesus was believing. Number nine, believing on another level requires dying to self and dying to the limits of your humanity. So when we die to self, when we die to our humanity, when we die to our own limits, now we, are, we create an atmosphere where the miracles can take place. Why? Because we get out of the way. Put this in the chat. I get out of the way. I, I'm, I'm at the point where I am personally getting out of the way. So God is free to do what he wants to do in my life. I am getting out of the way. I'm dying to self. So God is free to move in any area, in any way, to any degree. I get out of the way so God can do what God wants to do. So God can do what he destined to do in my life from the foundations of the world. I get out of the way. I am no longer the issue. You got it? And number 10 and finally, the last point for today. When we believe God and in his ability to perform the impossible, another byproduct of this is that we become more resilient. Put in the chat, say, I am resilient. I have perseverance. So what happens? Why do you develop resiliency when you believe God? Well, because when you trust in God's limitless power, when you believe in a God who can do all things, when you believe that God is on you, in you, with you, and for you, when you believe that God will never leave you, nor forsake you, nor, nor turn his back on you, where God will never relax the grip that he has on you, not to any degree, when you believe that way, that when you are confronted with challenges, and you will be confronted with challenges, when trouble comes, and trouble will come, when the devil raises his ugly head, and he will, when all of these things happen, then watch this, you believe God. You, you believe God no matter how bad the circumstance or the situation is, no matter how bad it gets, you believe God. You believe that God is, is not going to allow you to fail, that you believe that God still has plans and purposes that are going to manifest in the fullness of his timing, that you're a believer and not a doubter. You walk by faith and not by fear. And when you have that type of man's mindset, 
forward ever, backward never, the best is yet to come. When you have that type of mindset, greater is coming for me. When you have that type of mindset, you get up every morning and say, I believe God. When you have that type of mindset, you get up every morning and your feet hit the ground and you say, my calling is calling me. Come on now, glory to God. And God, God is going to do great things in my life today and greater is coming for me. And Lord, I believe you. My heart is open to whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. Lord, I'm down for whatever. And when you have that type of mindset, you are more resilient. You are more resilient than you ever have been in the past. And people will be amazed by your level of resilience and grit and determination and perseverance. Why? Because you are not relying on human strength, human power, human ability. No, your strength comes from him. Your strength comes from the Lord. You know that you are resting in him, trusting in him, believing in him. And you, you know that God can do all things. You know that stopping you would mean stopping God and God cannot be stopped. God is on me, in me, with me, and for me. God is speaking through my vocal cords, thinking through my mind, and operating through my limbs. When I walk into a meeting, God just walked into a meeting. When I get on a plane, destiny just got on board. Everybody on this plane is blessed because I'm on board. They don't even know it. They're blessed because I already prayed over this flight in the name of Jesus. When I walk into a conference room, I just brought God in there. When I get on a Zoom call, I just brought God in there. Why? When you live with that type of mindset, you are more resilient. Come what may, hell or high water, you're not moved, you're not shaken, you're not disturbed. You are unbothered by all of this. You level, you develop a certain level of resiliency that you can, you believe that you can do anything. Like like you you living by faith is almost like you have to be from a human point of view de- delirious. From a human point of view, you have to get to the point where you are disconnected, where you disconnect yourself from the limits of your humanity, where you are fully connected to God. And since God can do anything, you can do anything. Since since God didn't say it's over, then it's not over. I'm not moved. I'm not shaken. I'm not disturbed. I'm gonna have sleep and rest in the middle of a storm. I can go to sleep like Jesus did with my head on a pillow. In the middle of a storm, I am unbothered from by all of this, and that helps you to operate with a certain level of resiliency that is much needed today. People are struggling with mental health. They they're not meditating on God. Like if if you are over here battling thoughts of of depression of despair is because you're not meditating on who you are in Christ Jesus. You're not meditating and medicating on the promises of God. When you meditate and medicate, like I know who I am. I know whose I am. I'm in Christ and Christ is in me. God, I love you. I believe what you believe about me. I know you have great plans for me and I know you're going to do great things for me today. And you enter every day with fearless confidence because your confidence is in him. Then you're going to have great self-esteem because your self-esteem is not built on self. It's God-esteem. You are resting and trusting in him, that's how you will be resilient. You have grit, determination, and perseverance. Say amen to that. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith, man. I felt that last point. Let's close this out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your, your voice. Put in the chat, that was me. Put in the chat, say what he just said, that was me. Say, say put in the chat, I have resilience. I, I have perseverance. I have grit. I have determination. Say amen to that. All right. Now lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, This is a season of refreshing and restoring for me. I know there are levels to believing. And in this season, my faith is growing to another level. I believe in you, Father. There are no impossibilities for you. Therefore, I declare that there are no impossibilities for me. I take every limit off of you. You are a limitless God, and I no longer limit you with weak faith, fear, doubt, or unbelief. 
no matter what a situation looks like. I believe you can, and I have faith that you will manifest your power and your glory in my life. There is literally nothing you cannot do. I am a believer. I'm not a doubter. I walk by faith and not by fear. My heart is open to believing on another level. My spirit is open to receive. So I'm no longer the issue. I get out of the way and I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. Click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, do me a favor. Two things. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. And then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you and God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Go out there and be resilient. God is on you, in you, with you, and for you. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, we have several books and products on rickpina.co. These are products designed to help you grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have apparel there that will help you represent the grace life. Thank you so much for being a blessing to us. And we pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.